Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hello, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is The Daily D.C., To our listeners of this podcast, just a reminder, for the next couple of weeks, we're going to get this podcast back to its original roots. Uh, It's just me at the microphone uh, for the next couple of weeks, taking you through the biggest items in politics, what matters, what doesn't, what to watch out for on a given day. Our production team is working behind the scenes for the next couple of weeks to bring you uh, amazing new content to listen to in just a short time, and we'll have a lot more on that soon. As for what to watch for in politics today, it is the fallout from the president's first campaign rally in months. He went to Tulsa, Oklahoma, and he expected to re-energize and restart his, at the moment, failing presidential campaign. I'm not sure anything actually got reset or restarted for the president. Now, I know there's a lot of talk about crowd size and The campaign had claimed that a million people had signed up and engaged uh, with them in interest in the rally. There were local officials and campaign officials expecting a packed house uh, at the arena there in Tulsa. Some 19,000 people were expected inside and a big overflow crowd outside. Obviously, the crowd size was a disappointment. And no doubt, we all know uh, that impacts Donald Trump's thinking. That gets inside his head. There's little doubt about that. But I would argue it wasn't the crowd size or the fact that the president and the vice president canceled their appearance uh, before an overflow crowd that never really showed up. You know, we are in the middle of a pandemic. You can understand that there are people out there who would not want to uh, gather in a large crowd against the advice of all the medical professionals and scientists uh, they hear from and read about uh, each and every day during this health crisis. Uh, I know there's also the whole issue of uh, progressives and liberals and young people on TikTok uh, trying to organize an effort to sign up for interest in the rally and never materialize. It's unclear uh, how much impact that really had on folks uh, not showing up in an attempt to embarrass the president's reelection campaign. But I would argue that the far more important development for the president and his reelection prospects out of Saturday night wasn't about the crowd. It was his line to his supporters where he said that he has urged his advisors, his task force to slow down the testing of coronavirus because he says testing is a double-edged sword. He was making the argument, you have more tests, more positives come back, and people think this problem is, is worse than it is. Well, every single scientist and doctor you have heard from with any credibility on this issue says that that is not the case. Uh, when you look across the country at the statistics today, And you see how many states are actually not bending the 
virus curve downward. It's, it's bending upward. That's not just because of testing. That's because of hospitalizations as well. That's, that, that is not the reason that we are seeing in some of these states, especially some states that were lax at the beginning with social distancing standards, seeing some spread reemerge is nothing to do with testing. The virus spreading is the virus spreading. So when the president went before his crowd on his first campaign rally in an attempt to reset his campaign and said the thing out loud, which is a hallmark of Donald Trump, he does reveal what he's actually thinking. He said that quiet part out loud, saying he had urged his team to slow down the testing. Now, you may have heard his advisor the next day, uh, Peter Navarro, saying, oh, he was just being tongue in cheek and he was joking. Well, this is not the only time the president has said this. He has repeatedly made the claim that he was worried about more tests, giving the impression uh, that more people have the virus and therefore look like his administration is not doing its job as best it can to combat the spread of the virus. Um, this is not a new concept for Donald Trump. He has been saying it repeatedly throughout the pandemic, even from its early days. So to say that it was just in jest seems to be looking beyond the evidence that exists into the president's thinking about this. I would also note that wasn't the explanation being given by all of his advisors. I think it is a far greater possibility that the lingering effect of this Tulsa rally is not going to be about the crowd size. Because remember, we still saw people camped out days before this rally to see the president in Oklahoma. That is not normal in American politics. We do not normally see that. Donald Trump's draw and the ability to keep his supporters enthused is one that he shows us time and again. And so I wouldn't dismiss out of hand that the arena was not full and somehow Donald Trump has lost his base. I, I don't know that we have evidence of that at all. So I would be I would be a little careful going that route. But what I do think is the biggest problem for Donald Trump is using language like that is precisely the kind of red meat, what he thinks is pleasing his base at the expense of independent suburbanites who turned away from him in 2018 to deliver the Democratic majority in the House of Representatives. It is exactly that. The rejection of the science, the complete denial, the making it about uh, the president and his political prospects over the health of the nation in a serious way. That is what turned so many people who were with him in 2016 or at least willing to think about being with him, enjoying the economy that he was overseeing. It turned them away. It turned them away in 2018. And I think his use of that and the lingering effect of that probably poses more danger to Donald Trump's reelection prospects uh, than anything about the crowd size in Tulsa. So expect to see that slow the testing down line from Donald Trump uh, time and again. You saw the Biden campaign seized on it immediately as as the component of the rally that it could, it seems ready to focus on and keep in the ether. And uh, there is a good reason to believe that it may be met 
with some political appeal uh, for those folks in the middle that each campaign is battling for. A couple other quick notes about politics today that I want to make sure is on your radar. One, the debate over debates is getting heated up. It's uh, a quadrennial exercise in American presidential politics. Uh, there are the debates themselves that happen in the fall. Uh, and then, of course, in the months prior, there are, there's the wrangling that goes on uh, between the campaigns, the debate over the debates. You saw Donald Trump sort of launch a first salvo uh, last week when he indicated he might be very interested in more than the three presidential debates in the fall that the Commission on Presidential Debates has already announced. Uh, he wants Joe Biden out there debating him uh, more frequently and perhaps earlier than originally planned. This is all part of the effort uh, that the Trump campaign and the RNC have employed to try to draw Joe Biden out in the public more because they think he won't wear very well with the American public when he's out there, if he's gaff prone, uh, as they uh, constantly hammer away in their messaging about him, if he is seen to have lost a step and that his mental acuity is not quite as sharp as it once was. All of that trying to draw him out to a place where they hope he makes mistakes and they can jump on that. Uh, it is harder to do when he isn't out there campaigning every day, which you get a sense from the Trump campaign's uh, world that that is a source of frustration. So hence, the president launched the debate over debates, asked for more debates. Today, Joe Biden's campaign made it clear uh, they're sticking with the plan and are accepting the invitation uh, to the three presidential debates, and they are committing their vice presidential candidate, whoever it is, to participate in the vice presidential debate. Those debates that already have dates and locations set up and announced by the nonpartisan commission on presidential debates, the Biden campaign making clear it doesn't intend on playing games with adding debates or changing the dates uh, in the way that uh, President Trump and his team suggested that it may want to do. So stay tuned for more uh, of debating over the debates between these two camps until everything is agreed upon. Nothing is agreed upon, as they say. And a final note, we'll have more on this tomorrow, but keep your eye tomorrow, primary day, on Kentucky and New York. In Kentucky, there's a Senate Democratic primary uh, taking place, Amy McGrath versus Charles Booker. This is for the right to take on Mitch McConnell in November, who is uh, a clear favorite for re-election, the majority leader in the United States Senate. Amy McGrath has amassed a campaign war chest that would make any candidate jealous. Uh, whether or not those millions and millions can be blunted by Charles Booker's momentum, who has been a sort of candidate of the moment. And uh, ever since uh, the Breonna Taylor shooting in Louisville, his more progressive, more insurgent wing of the party campaign against the establishment pick McGrath uh, has gotten a central life force and rationale in a way that has uh, constantly uh, built uh, this momentum for him. Whether or not it's enough to defeat McGrath tomorrow, we will see. But it's another classic sort of establishment versus insurgent race in the Kentucky Democratic Senate primary and not something terribly dissimilar we're seeing in New York. Elliot Engel, nearly a 32-year incumbent, is trying to battle the political fight of his life. He is facing a progressive insurgent in Jamal Bowman, first-time candidate, middle school principal, who has the backing of the likes of Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Engel, uh, boasting his establishment credentials, has Hillary Clinton, Nancy Pelosi, Adam Schiff, Jim Clyburn. Uh, and others. Uh, but 
uh, how this Democratic divide between a longtime establishment senior member in the House majority versus uh, a more progressive, uh, energized candidate in Jamal Bowman, how that plays out in that district tomorrow tells us a little bit about where the Democratic Party is, its its core voters, its core constituency, as uh, Joe Biden heads into these final uh, four months of his general election against Donald Trump. So those are the major stories in politics today, the difference between what matters and and what doesn't. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. That does it for this edition of The Daily DC. We'll see you tomorrow. When you work, you work next level. And when you play, you play next level. And when it's time to sleep, Sleep Number smart beds are designed to embrace your uniqueness, providing you with high quality sleep every night. Sleep next level. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599. Save $300 for a limited time, only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Prices higher in Alaska and Hawaii. Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number smart bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So, you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.